Hey guys, Ephesians chapter 5, a beautiful chapter. I guess every chapter of yeah. Ephesians is beautiful. And another one that starts with therefore. <laughs> um, so if you have not been keeping up with us, Paul has been talking about the gospel and how the gospel changes our lives. And as it changes our lives, we understand the gospel. And again, therefore, since we believe and have had the gospel change our lives, we can be imitators of God as beloved children um, and walk in love as Christ loved us. And he was like, it's a beautiful um, picture. Yeah, it's a beautiful picture of the understanding of the gospel changing us and the changing of us understanding the gospel. And I think uh, verse 3 through um, 13 or 12, 13 um, talks about a whole lot of different things. Um, but I think an important thing to see here is that, you know, whenever God is calling us away from something, it is because he is calling us towards something yes. else. Something better. Something better, right? Something good. Um, and I think that's really powerful, you know, because it's easy to quote a lot of these verses out of context. Um, but to think about that Paul is talking about this in chapter five, not in chapter one, right? He's talking about living, you know, sexually pure, uh, about living in light, all live these things after the gospel has come and, and set saved. us free mm -hmm. and set us free. Yeah. And, uh, we, uh, so yeah, I, Paul is not, you know, preaching works-based anything here. It's from grace that he speaks. And it's kind of like how we do our confession of sin um, during our Sunday services. Or, um, you know, if you ever do a confession before God, we do it not to make God love us, but because God loves us, we can release some of the sins and temptations that we face. Right. And this is summed up really well in verse 8, right? For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Mm -hmm. Right? It's an understanding. This is your new identity. Live in it. Yes. That old self being uh, put away. And therefore, right, um, then we have verse 15, right, to look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise. And then therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And, you know, I think that this is always really important, especially for those of you that have been at church for a long time, who have been Christians for a long time, because it is really easy to forget that... It is because we have been transformed that we live transformed mm -hmm. and not the other way around. Mm -hmm. And I love uh, verse 19, addressing one another like in songs. Um, I don't think Paul means that literally and all the time. But mm -hmm. I think it is, you know, reminding ourselves that, hey, we should be praising God to one another, sharing with each other, um, uh, singing God's praises to one another. Uh, it also reminds me, too, of when Jesus said that, you know, to the least of these, right, you do unto me. That I think how we address each other, how we talk to each other, how we joke with one another. Which was kind of right? referred to up in verse, what, four or whatever? Yeah, if you're using racist derogatory terms to each other, then or that is... Or even just crude. And that is reflecting your lack of transformation in Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's not saying, oh, you better shape up so God will love you, but understand what God's love for you really means. Mm -hmm. um, and this kind of comes to a big transition uh, for both this chapter and the next chapter in verse 21, which is submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. And this is like a crazy concept that, you know, because the way of the world is someone is dominant and someone is submissive. Mm -hmm. Like that's how it's supposed to be. I'm the boss and you're the employee, right? I'm the dad and you're the kid. Confucian would 
Confucius would be like, this doesn't make any sense. Right. But here, you know, Paul is saying that in the understanding of what the gospel is, we are to submit to one another. And we see the first example he uses of wives and husbands. Uh-huh. And as a wife, um, I love this verse. Um, because it is not wives submit to your husbands because he Period. is the Lord. It's no, wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord. And, um, you know, it's not to say that, you know, Jason is perfect or that, you know, I have to obey everything he says. But no, it's um, we are acknowledging that God has placed, you know, in my family, Jason as the head and I will submit to him. Right. And if any of you ever encounter any misogynistic people that love to quote Ephesians 5.22, just quote quote to them Ephesians 5.25, right? Because husbands love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Paul's like, I don't even want you to be confused about this, right? I am saying just as Christ literally died, Mm -hmm. right? That is what husbands That is a correct use of literally, by the way, Jason. I appreciate that. Literally. Um, But all of this, right, Paul understands, and what the Bible is making clear, uh, verse 31, therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, the two shall become one for us. That's from Genesis, right, chapter 2. This mystery is profound, I'm saying, refers to Christ and the church. This is one of my favorite passages um, to do for weddings, Mm -hmm. um, because it really is understanding that your relationship as a wife and as a husband is to reflect Christ in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not to do these things out of obligation. But because the because church doesn't do it out of obligation, you right? You understand what God has done for you. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. And so um, it's really funny. It's 33. However, let each of you love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Because sometimes girls, guys need respect more than love. Yes. And guys, <laughs> sometimes we need men to be sacrificial. And I love that, you know, I think that that also, you know, just as a husband, uh, that verse is so powerful that love his wife as himself, because I realize in that, like how I love my wife is a reflection of how I understand God has loved me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't understand how God has loved me, of course, I'm not going to love. Them. I'm no, I think the problem is that a lot of men love their wives as themselves because they don't understand what it means to truly be loved. Dang, that's deep, yo. Mm. Two in a row. Let's go. (laughs)